You're listening to Missions Mindset, the official podcast of Christ for the City, El Salvador. Our vision is that there will be no place without a witness, no church without a vision, no person without hope. Join us as we continue helping people transform cities by transforming lives. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Missions Mindset. My name is Daniel Lamastra, and today we're going to be talking about missions trips. Missions trips is really a phenomenon of the last hundred years or so. Uh, obviously, in times past, the opportunity to jump on a plane and go to another country for a week or two uh, and then come back to your home country was not something that existed. So this is a very new phenomenon, but it's a phenomenon that is very, very well known within the Christian community. Uh, here at Christ for the City in El Salvador, we too receive quite a few mission trips on a regular year. This year being uh, 2020 with the pandemic, we did not receive as many as usual, but it is without a doubt uh, a component of our ministry. And so we would like to, to take the day to talk about mission trips. Um, I'm joined today by Karen Mejia. Karen is a missionary here with Christ for the City, just like I am. She has been a missionary since 2016. And prior to that, she has worked either uh, as an employee or a missionary or a volunteer in a lot of ministries that, that would be probably more than I can mention. Just mm-hmm. so she is very experienced in ministry. And Karen has actually quite a few roles with Crush for the City, but the role that she has that's pertinent to our conversation today is that she is the one that coordinates missions trips here in El Salvador. She is the one that hosts the teams, that takes them to all the different ministry sites, and it really handles all of the local coordination of missions trips and for us and so karen uh, thank you so much for for joining us today how are you doing you're welcome i'm doing fine thank uh, so you. i want to start out with a very basic question uh and that is what is a missions trip well um as you mentioned you get on a plane and then you come to somewhere <laughs> in the world right but um there are more specifics to that <laughs> and um I think a mission trip is, a, like if we see it from another point of view, it's a time where you set apart to serve, right? And to um, give maybe to others what you think they can get from you, whether it is um, spiritual or just sharing. And I think mission trips, sometimes people do them because they are, um, always longing to to give something back like I don't know maybe a person that doesn't want to go on a, on a trip right and we as Christians always um, want to go on a mission trip because we think that we're gonna go and serve some people somewhere so um, in my experience mission trips have been more Um, than serving people because I think God puts that longing in your heart so you can go and then he will teach you so I have a a different definition for mission trip that is a teaching or learning time teaching like God teaches you something and then learning because um, I don't know all my mission trips have always taught me something and I have always learned and I always 
go with the purpose purpose of serving but when i'm there i'm the one served all the time because people um that we think are in need are always um very loving very um caring of you and very grateful because you visit them or which because you spend some time with them and so i think a mission trip is a time set apart to um serve and at the end you you end up learning and also get teaches you so many things so that's what i think <laughs> yeah um and i'll just add that when we're talking about mission trips specifically in the context of this conversation for everybody that's listening uh, what we're talking about primarily are short-term trips um, we're not talking about people that come to serve here for a year or two years or three years we're talking more uh, about two to three maybe two to three weeks maybe a month maybe one week uh, but something that's more on the short term end of the spectrum um, you and I have both been on the receiving end of mission trips and then we've also both been participants in mission trips and so I'd be I'd be interested to hear how mission trips have impacted your life personally. Okay. Um, so uh, mission trips, as I mentioned before, um, have taught me a lot. Um, when I go on a mission trip, I always have the mindset of, of maybe serving people, right? And as I mentioned, I am the one serve all the time um but i have seen god work in amazing ways when i go to mission trips and especially in my life i um learn to love people because sometimes when you're a christian you think that you uh, love people or um i don't know but when you are faced with difficult things and w once I had to go on a mission trip, this is kind of extreme, right? But you're asking me about it. And um, I went uh, to Africa and I found people with AIDS over there. And I learned that I couldn't help them. And I learned that um, I couldn't maybe um, even hold a baby with AIDS because I had so many things in my mind. and. Um, and God told me that I, I had to show his love. And that mission trip really helped me to really love these little babies with, um, even with all my fears. And as I said, that was something very extreme, right? But uh, also in other times that I have gone to mission trips, um, I have learned to be close to God, to see him as a provider, to see him as, um, I don't know, someone that is always uh, helping me in things and also have, helping the people we, we, we go and serve. And I can tell you thousand stories of different mission trips and what have I learned in each of those mission trips, but um, every single one has impacted my life. And um, I think the, the most impact that it has is that God shows me who I am and, and who he is for me. So I think that's, that's the, the main thing in, in my life, 
mission trips are usually you go just for the fun of it or to get into know a new place but what you get from the mission trips are is completely amazing like for me <laughs> yeah i would say for me personally uh mission trips have definitely uh, played a role in in me ultimately moving to El Salvador <laughs> and becoming a missionary on a more full-time basis. Uh, I went on my first business trip right before my senior year of high school to Oaxaca, Mexico. And that trip really opened my eyes to, uh, I guess you could say, a whole new world. <laughs> uh, it was my first time I'd ever been out of the country. And it definitely um, piqued my interest in, in missions and in the possibility of, of doing international missions. And then on the, the tail end, I guess you could say, of that, of that journey toward wanting to, to do something on a more long-term basis in missions, I, I had an opportunity right before I graduated college to go to Honduras. And uh, on that particular trip, we were visiting a ministry that took in sex trafficking, sex trafficking victims um, that, that they were recuperating and, and helping to get on, on their feet. Uh, particularly, I should say, um, girls, not not women, but girls under the age of 18. So super heavy, like, ministry. I didn't really know what to expect going into it. But um, to see, like, the level of transformation that uh, some of the girls had experienced, despite the horrific and traumatic experiences that they had had prior to their encounter with the ministry, um, it, really, uh, it really, I guess you could say, solidified for me, that, that desire to uh, be involved in, in something of that nature. Obviously, I'm not working specifically with sex trafficking victims or in, in Honduras, I'm here in El Salvador. But the point being that, that really, um, I guess you could say, was, was an experience for me that helped to shape who I am and, and the direction that my life took. And so mission trips have definitely impacted my life as well. Uh, we're gonna talk in a minute about what are some reasons to go on a missions trip? What are good reasons to go on a missions trip? Before I want to do that, I want to uh, maybe, I guess you could say, do the flip side of that, which is what are, in your opinion, bad reasons to go on a missions trip? So reasons that are not good reasons to go on a missions trip, but, but sometimes people have those reasons. Sometimes we, we take mission trips as, as just um, like... Um, a way to know another country and uh, and just for the curiosity of it and uh, and it's good to have that curiosity but always have a purpose right always have a purpose so um i think also to think that you can solve the world when you go on a mission trip and i think those two are my main uh, like wrong reasons. I actually uh, I have some notes jotted down ahead of time of points I wanted to hit on this question, and you uh, you just stole two of the three points. <laughs> um, so like for one one thing you mentioned a bad reason to go on a mission trip is, is just because you want to travel and you want to be a tourist in another country. Uh, you know I love travel and I think that it's a beautiful thing to be able to see other parts of the world. Um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with a Christian going and taking a trip to another country for tourism purposes, but that's not a good reason to go on a mission trip. I was uh, talking a few years back with somebody that I knew. Uh, well, it was actually three of us. There was me, there was this 
another person who, who was someone who went on a lot of mission trips. And then there was a third person that, you know, we were all, we all knew each other. And this third person was someone who was very skeptical, you could say, toward, toward mission trips. And he asked uh, the person who, who, like I said, went on a lot of mission trips, why it was that she went on so many mission trips. And what she basically said, I'm, I'm not making this up, this is a real conversation. She basically said, like, I like to see different parts of the world. And if I do it as a mission trip, I can, like, solicit other people to pay for it. <laughs> that was basically the answer. That is not a good reason to go on a mission trip. Um, that is not the purpose of a mission trip. And then the second thing you mentioned I think is very true is that you're not going to solve the world's problems on a mission trip. Uh, I have seen people who have the mentality going into a mission trip that they are going to get to a country and within a matter of days, like have revival that completely transforms the entire trajectory of the nation's history for all of eternity. I, I, I think you've probably seen people as well that have that kind of mindset going into a business trips. And that is not ever going to be the case. I mean, I want to say it's not ever going to be the case. Like God can do a revival, you know, God can do it. And the, <laughs> the thing is that, you help to uh -huh. start, but yeah. it won't be like, uh-huh. Yeah, transformation and change is a long process. And your, your short-term missions trip might be one piece of the puzzle, but it's not the whole component. Uh, there's going to be a lot of more work that has to be done beyond just the week that you're in the foreign country in order for transformation to take hold. That's something that takes years and years uh, to truly set in and take place. Generally speaking, like I said, we know God can do a miracle and spark a revival in an instant. But um, generally speaking, transformation is a, is a long process. And then lastly, um, I would just add that a bad reason to go on a mission trip is because you feel like you have to in order to reach people with the gospel. I, um, I think that one of the uh, reasons why some people are cynical toward mission trips is because there are Christians who will go an entire year without really having any involvement in ministry locally, and then will fly halfway around the world to spend two weeks on a missions trip in ministry and come back home and again return to not really having any involvement locally. Uh, you don't have to travel to reach people with the gospel. Mission trips are a beautiful thing. And like I said, we're about to get to good reasons to go on mission trips. We're not we're not dissing mission trips by any means whatsoever. We think they're awesome, uh, but but you don't have to go on one in order to reach people with the gospel or in order to be able to serve. Uh, anything that you can do on a mission trip, uh, you can almost certainly do also in your own community uh, on a regular basis um, without having to to go overseas. So I'll just add that. Um, now let's get now to the more positives. What are, some, what are some good reasons to go on a mission trip? Well, um, as I mentioned before, to serve is a very good reason. Like you have uh, the desire to um, give a little bit of yourself to other people. And um, that means that you need to have a heart of, a humble heart to see, to go and, 
maybe it is a poor community or they have some needs or they need to build something. So have a servant heart. That's a very good reason because I know many people that want to help. And um, some people understand that they cannot, they're not going to change the world, right? But they can do something for their communities. So to serve. I think ser um, a servant heart is a very good um, state of mind or a position that you can um, come to to serve and to a mission trip. So the second reason I think is learning. It's very different to come to a mission trip um, to want to be a tourist and see the world or see a new place, but to come and want to learn is very important because you can learn about new culture, new language, um, new people, right? Even us in our country, if we go on a mission trip just from one city to another city, it, there is a different um, set of uh, rules or culture or things that are done differently. So having a learning desire is a very good reason to come to another country. And, um, of course, uh, to a mission trip, right? You mentioned something that's very important, I think, and that is the opportunity that missions trips present uh, you know, to, to be able to learn, to be able to uh, adopt a learning mentality. Uh, I mentioned already that I went on a missions trip to Oaxaca, Mexico. It was my first time I ever out of the country back when I was in high school. And on one of the first days of that trip, the missionary that we were working with sat us down and kind of talked about this exact topic. What are good reasons to go on a missions trip? And what he said, uh, which was very interesting to me, is that um, when you go on a missions trip, you should go because you want to experience and see firsthand what God is doing around the world. And at the time, that was like kind of re revolutionary idea for me. I never thought of business trips like that. But really, I think that there's a lot of truth in, in that, that business trips are an opportunity to experience firsthand what God's doing all around the world. Um, you know, because what God's doing in, here in El Salvador, obviously, is related to what he's doing everywhere in the world. I mean, God's everywhere in the world, God's saving people. Yeah, God's redeeming people, God's transforming people. But the, what that looks like in one part of the world may be different from what it looks like in another part of the world. Um, you know what I mean? So uh, being able to like see firsthand, I think, it, what God is doing in other parts of the world, the way in which the church is operating, I think it really does open your eyes, expand your perspective, uh, and, and enable you uh, to, to have a more global mindset in, in how you think about Christianity and how you think about ministry. Uh, and then I would I would also add as another reason why I think it's very valid to go on this trip is to be able to encourage and support local local ministry or, or missionaries. If you're somebody that knows a missionary personally, or if you're somebody who is giving uh, on a regular basis to a missionary to support their ministry, I think that it can be very encouraging for the missionary um, if you take the time to go and visit and see what it is that they're doing firsthand. Um, I know that I, I had a friend of mine uh, who came to visit me here in El Salvador, 
and he went, I, I work primarily for those who don't know in, in the prison ministry. I know we haven't talked about that a whole lot on this podcast up to this point, uh, but I work primarily in, in prison ministry here in El Salvador. And, and my friend came down and we went to the prison and he shared his testimony. And, you know, it was an awesome experience. And, and for me, like it was a big encouragement just to like have him come down and, and be able to, to see, you know, what it is that, that we're doing here. And so I think that, you know, wanting to encourage uh, missionaries or encourage the people on the ground that are doing ministry that you're supporting, I think that's an also a very valid reason uh, to, to be uh, pursuing a missions trip. Um, I don't know if you have anything else you want to add to, to that before we move on to the next question. Well, yes, I do. Um, a very good reason to come uh, to a mission trip is to, if you are confused, what do I mean with this? Is that you don't know if God wants you serving full time, you know? Um, mission trips taught me that this is what I want to do with my life. And um, I experienced it once and once again that what I wanted is to share the word of God with everyone and help them to love God and help them in their personal needs, in their health, in their families. And um, I discovered that doing mission trips, short mission trips, and then long mission trips, and then longer. And then I did one of three years. And then um, right now I have dedicated my life uh, to missions, right? So a very good reason is to know if this is what God wants for you. Or if your um, reason to come on, um, or if your desire is just to help people that are on the mission field, because when you're, you can have like this um, idealized scenario of um, you doing missions, and you can think like, oh, this is the dream of my life or whatever. But when you're actually on the mission field, um, eating whatever they give you or um, seeing people um, smells can be problems too and um, how things smell in a different part of the world and things like that when you are faced with that you can see that maybe missions are not for you or you can see that missions are like your life so mission trips are uh, a good reason to come on a mission trip is that if you want to know what you really want. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree that, that if you're going to be, that if you're considering going into full-time missions work or, or anything that is related to that, uh, it's definitely a good idea to go on a missions trip or, or maybe several before you make that final decision. Um, that's not to say that you have to be considering long-term ministry in order to go yeah. on a mission trip. Yeah, like anybody can go on a mission trip. But if you are one of those people that, that, that is considering long-term missions work, uh, you should definitely take the time to, to go on a missions trip. Uh, whether, and it, if you can do it through the organization that you're considering working with, even better, because you get the opportunity to see firsthand the exact ministries that you'll be working in. Um, that's actually something that I did before I started working with Christ for the City full-time as I came down uh, in December of 2016 to visit the ministry. And that visit was one of the big factors that helped me make my decision on whether or not that was indeed um, something I wanted to do long-term. Uh, I will say, if you're listening to this, just as a caution um, to anybody who is considering going into missions 
work full time. Uh, just realize that um, there are some differences between going on a mission trip and being in long term missions work. When you are on a mission trip, um, you you generally don't ever get through the honeymoon phase of culture shock. Uh, and when you move overseas, you get hit with culture shock like a load of bricks. Um, and so I would just say, just as a caution to anybody who maybe is listening that is considering going on missions work, uh, just know that, that there are some differences in your experience on a missions trip and your experience as long-term missionary. But, but nonetheless, it is the closest you can get to seeing firsthand what your life will be like uh, as a missionary um, in terms of, of seeing where, you'll be, where you could potentially be working and things like that. So that is definitely a very, very valid reason to go on a missions trip. Um, I want to I ask your opinion, Karen, uh, especially, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear from you on this topic specifically because I know that you have for several years now been leading missions teams on short-term missions trips. What do you consider are keys to a successful missions trip? So, as I mentioned before, um, for me to have a servant heart is very good. Um, when you can see the difference when people come and they just don't want to do anything, right? And um, if people are willing just to do something, just the um, that's a very good um, a key word to be willing. It you when you go to a mission trip, you don't know what's going on, uh, what's going to happen. Sorry, um, but just to have the willingness to to do something that's very good. Um, other uh, key thing is to be open, right? To be open and um, just to, to uh, let everything soak into you and to experience everything like a kid, right? With wonder. And that's, I think people enjoy a lot when they um, just, um, Enjoy every single part of the trip. Like from the first day, uh, mission trips can be very hectic because um, you go to a place, you don't know. Um, if I'm receiving you, you don't know me. And um, then if we go to a community, you don't know the people there. So you need to keep up with everything. But you can just try to um, be open to anything because uh, for real, anything anything literally anything can can happen on a mission trip i have i have had all kind of mission trips like real smooth or really like terrible you know like even um i don't know i don't want to scare anyone but <laughs> but anything can happen on a mission trip so just be open so so somebody's getting sick at some point on the mission trip. Like that, that's a guarantee, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. And you need to be open to that too, because um, I think everything is a learning experience. Everything is a learning experience. And, and that's the beauty of it, that you don't know what's going to happen because from our side, we plan and we make up all this beautiful idea of all the things that you're going to do on a mission trip, but when you arrive, everything can change. And, and um, me personally, personally, I believe that God is always in control, whatever happens. So um, 
first I said that to be willing to be open and that's the third thing to be um, conscious of uh, of what God is going to do in, in a mission trip because he can use it for everything for your personal life for your spiritual growth for you to impact somebody else's life and to guide your new path I don't know so I think that's those are the things that I will say yeah, I think that the word that really sums up everything you just said is flexibility. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I know you're laughing, but but it's true. I mean, if you're somebody who really just wants to have things a certain way, you want to plan out you know, how the day's going to go and, and have that set itinerary. And I, I have th- – there's a part of me that's like that, to tell you the truth. I'm just going to say right now, if you're going to go on a mission trip, you've got to let that go. <laughs> yes. You you have to be flexible. There's not gonna but, you know, um but if, even if you are like that, it's not a problem. Come. <laughs> yeah, come. Yeah. J- just work on being more flexible <laughs> throughout the process. I I would also say be respectful of the local culture. Yes. Um, you know, if you're gonna come and uh stick your nose up at the food and um you know stuff like that. Even things like sometimes taking pictures of, of like poor people's houses without their permission, just almost like they're a zoo. I think like stuff like that is definitely definitely a turn off and can do more more harm than good for for the missionaries that are working in the community long term. So I would I would add be respectful of the local culture, um, and I would I would I think it's a good policy, you know, if possible, to maintain a long term relationship with the ministry and, and yeah. with the missionary. Um, the missionary is going to be there um, before you get there, while you're there, and after you're there. And if you can maintain a long-term relationship with that person or that organization, I think that uh, that can that can make your mission trip more fruitful and more productive. Uh, also, I would say I kind of touched on this already, but just be mindful of the way in which you act and the way in which it could affect the ministry long-term. Like. Um, I mentioned the, the example of taking pictures that's uh, of people's houses, like almost like with in a way that makes them feel like, like they're a tourist attraction. That's a kind of a hypothetical example. I'll share a more real life example. We had uh, on one occasion, a group that came through the prison with us and during their time there, they, we gave them like an opportunity to present and to share. And, and during that time, they really just went out in the left field with some of the things they were saying and some of the things they were doing. And, and it was, it was kind of a mess. And when it was all said and done, it created more work for us that they had come because the next time we were in the prison, we had to clean up that mess. Um, and, and so I don't want to get into specifics, but, but that's really, I guess you could say uh, a summary. And so I would just say, you know, be respectful of the missionary, defer to the missionary, um, recognize, your role is a support role for the ministry that's taking place on a more long-term basis there. And then lastly, I would say, uh, I think that it's a good practice as a team, you know, if you're, if you're coming on a mission trip as a team, um, to have like set times for prayer and fasting leading up to the trip. Um, one of the things that you mentioned like a lot throughout this podcast, Karen, is the importance of being open to what God will want to teach you throughout the process of the missions trip and i think that taking that time to pray 
intentionally as a group and fast as a group. Um, I think it really uh, postures your heart in such a way to be open to what God would have, uh, you know, to, to teach you during, during that, that time that you're on the mission trip. Um, so, and you know, yeah, go ahead. Um, not only before you come to the mission trip, but after also, because usually that's the downfall of mission trips that you just take it for a week and then you're going back to your life. That's all, all, something that we have something called debrief before the teams leave. And um, we always tell them or give them steps uh, when they go back. And we um, make them think of what they would like to do now that they have seen all they've seen, right? And I think that's a very important part for me because um, I'm very interested on people really doing something with their lives, right, in the future. And whatever God taught you during the week, you need to do something about it. So when you come to a mission trip, just um, come with the mind of, oh, okay, what I'm going to do after this, right? Um, maybe, as I mentioned before, go on mission field full-time. Or as simple as, well, not really simple, but praying for the country I visit with my family, with my friends, or share about this country, or share about this ministry, or start um, giving to this ministry. So that's very good to just, uh, when they go back, not just pray and fast before you come, but also after. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's a great point. Um, we're running out of time, but I do want to close just with this, this last question. Uh, how can someone come on a mission trip with Christ for the City? Okay, so you can visit our websites, right? And um, we have different kind of mission trips. Like you can come with your church. You can come uh, if you're a professional and you just want to serve with your profession. You can also come on a mission trip. We have open medical teams too that uh, people with their um, medical uh, background they can come for a week and serve in different communities or you can come with your youth group and here in El Salvador we have a lot of ministry going on we have eight uh, basic ministries that um, we teach English to the kids we also teach them sports we go to communities and develop the communities we go to the prison ministry we also work with different churches and uh, we have ladies ministries, men's ministries, pastors ministry. So the opportunities uh, of what you can do on a, on a mission trip here to CFCI are um, very broad, very big. So um, you can just contact CFCI and in our websites, we have uh, um, links, right? Where they can direct you to what you want to do. So, yeah, and yeah, I'll go ahead and just share the, the direct link at, for El Salvador missions trips is cfci.org slash El Salvador. So really easy to remember, cfci.org slash El Salvador. Um, that, that gives the information that you'll need and also has a section where you can give your contact information uh, to be able to, to, to get in touch with someone from Crestford City that can 
they can coordinate a mission trip. Uh, so thank you so much, Karen, for taking the time to do this today. Yeah, thank you. Um, that concludes our episode for today. Uh, if you would like to support uh, Christ for the City, uh, you can do so, uh, specifically Christ for the City El Salvador. You can do so at cpcielsalvador.org. That's cpci because in Spanish the name is Cristo para la ciudad, but it is uh, an English and a Spanish website. We have both versions available. So cpcielsalvador.org. Under the donate tab, you can you can give specifically to uh, a ministry, or, or you can give more generally just to, to where most needed at the base. And we also ask if you've enjoyed this podcast, please go ahead and share it with your friends. Uh, this is very much so a grassroots podcast, meaning that we're not putting out all this money into marketing. Our our, our goal is to be able to to share, um, you know, through other existing relationships that we have. So please go ahead and share this with your friends as well. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today and may you continue to develop a missions mindset.